Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONECURCITYCAST20. I want to let you in on a little secret. We are actually right now smack dab in the middle of the best season for hiking in Oregon. I mean, forget about peak summer. Right now, there are less crowds, richer colors, and even fewer mosquitoes. Today, in the final installment of our Fall Getaways Guide, host Claudia Meza is talking with Norther Emily of Wild Solitude Guiding. We're going over the best hikes to take on a crisp fall day. It's Wednesday, October 4th. I'm lead producer John Natariani, and this is what Portland's talking about. Norther, I think a lot of people, uh, when they're thinking of hiking, they're thinking of summer. Like, that's the peak hiking season. But you're all about fall, I hear? Like, what's so great about fall hiking? Yeah, so fall is, especially early fall, is one of the best times of year to travel in the Pacific Northwest, especially because um, there are so many great pockets of weather. Like things have started to turn here in Portland, but the coast actually gets the most nice weather in September and October. They have like the most non-foggy, clear days. Wait, do they? Yeah. Isn't that random and mysterious, but it's true. It just doesn't seem real. <laughs> yeah, usually if it's like nasty here, it's nice at the coast and vice versa. And then, you know, you can mm-hmm. you can dial it up it by going up and down the coast. You can kind of like select for the best weather too. Um, but yeah, you have to be careful though. It'll trick you. You'll, you'll go to the coast and be like, could I live here? This is so nice. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess a lot of people do go because they want to see the, the the fall leaves. And I mean, we talked about it on a show earlier this week, you know, about uh, where the best places to go to see, you know, the leaves turn. But you're saying that's kind of amateur hour. Well, I mean, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, we get defensive. No, no, wait. Are you like, no, no, I never said amateur hour. So what are you going out to see this fall then? I could spend this entire time of this podcast just naming parks in the city where you can see deciduous leaves. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think we all have a spot. Um, but what else is really cool is that we have deciduous conifers here in the Pacific Northwest. We what? have larch trees, which is really cool. They're really beautiful. Um, they turn like a really beautiful golden color. And then we also have huckleberries, which turn like this really beautiful magenta violet. And the best is when you go to places that have all three, right? So like mm. uh, Indian Heaven is a really good example of a place where you can go and see like they have some larches up there that are turning golden and then the huckleberries are turning purple and the deciduous leaves, like the maples and stuff are doing their like orange, yellow, red thing. It's pretty great. Oh, wow. Indian Heaven. 
That's between Mount Adams and Mount St. Helens uh, in the northern part of the Gifford Pinchot. If you remember my story about finding some lost hikers a few months ago, they were in Indian heaven. So don't mess around out there. It's like serious business, but you should go. Do you have any like specific fall rituals? Like a lot of people are just like, oh, I go to this one farm and I get a pumpkin and I or I eat a, a, you know, a donut or I do this. Like, what do you do? What's your jam? I really like cemeteries in the fall are especially really nice. This is where we find out that Norther is goth. She is a wilderness goth. I that is that is true. That is that is a fact about me. It's true. Um, but cemeteries are also an amazing place to forage, especially for like nuts in the fall. There are always really unique and interesting plants planted there. Uh, I live right by Lone Fir Cemetery, which is kind of like a fan favorite in Portland. Everybody loves Lone Fir. They have like over a hundred different kinds of trees in this tiny little park. So there's a bunch of different things to look at. It's all really interesting, I think. Um, Also, Riverside Cemetery, uh, which is on the west side of the Selwood Bridge. That's a really beautiful cemetery that has like really cool old memorials in it and lots of really interesting trees. And there's just like a lot of room to roam around there. You You can spend a lot of time in the cemetery if you want to. What are a couple of hikes that you'd recommend, though, like if you wanted to do a day trip? Because I'm thinking a cemetery, that's not all day. Like you go there for a couple of hours, you know, you put on your little witch hat. Post brunch, uh, perhaps. Yeah, you do your post brunch, your post brunch cemetery walk. (laughs) Uh, But like if you wanted to do a, you know, a fall, nice crisp fall day trip, what would you recommend? So for a day hike, um, depending on weather, if you have a pocket of great weather, like we're going to get this weekend, um, going to the Alpine is always worth your time. Um, Vista Ridge on Mount Hood would be a great choice. Uh, Lava Canyon or Ape Canyon on Mount St. Helens. Um, Indian Heaven has a ton of great trails. Placid Lake is a great trailhead to start at um, if you've never been there before. Starvation Creek out in the gorge. Um, that's great for like younger kids too, because it's nice and flat. Uh, Falls Creek Falls and the Gifford Pinchot is really beautiful. Lots of like big yellow leaves there. Silver Falls State Park is amazing. The Salmon Huckleberry uh, Corridor, the Salmon River Corridor. That's one of my favorite fall memories, probably of all time, is like driving out the Salmon River Corridor right when all of the big maples started to drop. It was magical. Oh, that sounds nice. You just gave me like 500 things. So just uh, anyone listening who's just like, oh, I was trying to write them down. Uh, know that I stopped trying to write them down. And what we're going to do is we're just going <laughs> to link all of these into our show notes. So feel free to check that out. You actually got me, you made me a little inspired because I was like, I don't want to go out and get wet. And you know what I mean? Muddy boots and all that stuff. But all this, you just gave such an array. Like I, I like kind of visually saw all the different landscapes when you were just saying all these things. Also, Starvation Creek, like, interesting name. That's out in the gorge, and I guess there's, like, some story about people getting stuck out there in the winter. I think those are all the stories for, like, all the settlers. They're just, like, Cape Disappointment, you know? It's <laughs> just, like, Starvation Creek. <laughs> yeah, it's either you know? that or the biblical names. Yeah, lost my entire family canyon, you know? Um <laughs> Do you think, since you gave us so many, could you, like, pick out two that are, like, your absolute favorite? I know you dropped the uh, the Salmon. What was the... The Salmon River Corridor. The Salmon River Corridor, yeah. Like, could you tell us, like, two that, and just walk us through it, like, what we would see? 
So uh, since you just mentioned the Salmon River one, let's let's talk about the old Salmon River Trail, which is super accessible. It's a great hike year round. You can go there in the dead of winter or like any other time. And it, it's always really nice. Um, and the road is pretty accessible. That's just outside of uh, Zigzag on Mount Hood, uh, right off of 26. And there are a lot of really large trees along that area. You kind of, the trail kind of like stays close to the river. So there's tons of just really giant cedar trees, um, big maples. There's also lots of vine maple there. And um, sometimes the ground gets like quite covered with the slimy maple leaves. And you do have to kind of like be a little cautious about your step. Um, If you didn't feel like hiking, that would also be a great road to just drive out on and just kind of like hang out, poke around, like find a little spot by the river if you weren't super interested in in traveling a long distance. So that would be my recommendation too, if it was like rainy and you were looking for like a rainy day hike, because there aren't any views or anything that you would be missing out on. If it's a nice day, the Saddle Mountain Trail in the Coast Range just reopened after being closed for many years. And that is, in my opinion, one of the top five best hikes in the state. You can see like the whole top corner of the state, like where the Columbia River comes out and meets the Pacific Ocean. And it looks just like it does on the map. And I don't know how else to explain it. But like, I every time I look at it, I'm like, it's just like the map. And I find that really <laughs> delightful. Um, that's more of an exposed, like big views type of hike. So that's a great hike to do on a clear day. But I probably wouldn't recommend it for a rainy day just because you wouldn't be able to see anything off of the point. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What if we had a few more days? Like what's a longer trip that you'd recommend? So if you had like a few days, you could go up to the North Cascades National Park um, up in northern Washington and go see the subalpine larches up there, which we don't really have down here in Oregon. They are a smaller larch that grow at a higher elevation and they are like especially bright golden and they, they look really cool against the backdrop of the granite mountains that they have in Washington, which we also don't have. I haven't been up there in the fall before, but like I have heard that that is really a worthwhile experience. And if I had like four or five days off right now, that's totally what I would do. Oh, cool. If you just have like a weekend... I would recommend either like the Mount Margaret backcountry on Mount St. Helens, which is kind of tricky to get to because they're doing some road construction. So if you decide to go there, like give yourself an extra hour or the Badger Creek Wilderness on the east side of Mount Hood, which not many people go to. Many more people know of Badger Creek Wilderness than have actually been to it. Mm. Um, and you would access that through uh, by going south from the Dalles, like towards like Maupin and Ty Valley and then up into the up into the mountains from there. So it's kind of a longer trip. Sorry, I've like stuck on the word larch. I was like, I've, I, what is a larch? What is a larch? <laughs> it's like a, it's basically, it looks like an evergreen, but it's not an evergreen because it actually changes colors, right? It's a deciduous conifer. 
it's a deciduous conifer. There we go. So this this era that you know you just pointed out that we should go to Washington uh, to check out. It's called Larch March or Larch Madness. Did you know that? I have heard of Larch Madness. I didn't I know did. that it was a big thing, but <laughs> I love this. It's a big thing. If if anyone's just like just want that one lone like Washingtonian listener being like, there's shut up. There's no such thing. Look, I see it here at JessWandering.com. Large madness. If you can't get up to Washington, though, um, I just learned recently that there are a few of the Western larches, the ones that grow in Oregon, here in Portland in Kenilworth Park, which is off of uh, Holgate and like 34th. So if you like really aren't going to make it to the mountains this fall, but you want to see a larch and you want to know about about the deciduous conifers, you could just go to this little park off, off Holgate. Um, and I guess those turn colors like later, more like into end of October, November. So you've got time to think about it. <laughs> to think about seeing this one tree. Yeah. I think there's four or five. I mean, there's a couple of them. To just like rev up that large March madness. <laughs> you know, you do a lot of, uh, you know, basically like guided hikes and, and uh, where you teach foraging and you do a bunch of really cool stuff. I'm curious, have you ever done like a Halloween themed one where people dressed up and you guys went out in Hollywood Halloween costumes and explored an area? Like larches? No, but that's kind of a fun idea. I've always I've always guided in places where there's a lot of hunting at that time of year. So I usually oh, don't even guide scary. in the fall at all. Um, and if you do dress up, you're you definitely look like a pumpkin. You've got all your orange stuff on. Um, but this year I am gonna be do, doing some guiding in the Columbia River Gorge. So now I don't have to like coach my clients about how to avoid that hazard. So we could probably do some costumes. That's so scary. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a free idea. Take it if you'd like. I like it. Costume hikes. That's kind of cute. I think people would get into it. Norther, what's going to be your costume? I dress as a feral cat every year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, is, what does that entail? <laughs> just like real scruffy, like a cat, but like mangy kind of. <laughs> Not like a nice, cute cat, but like like a scruffy alley cat. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, what what do, well, what do you think needs to get like where you're like, hey man, you need to go check this out before deep winter hits and the roads are closed? Um, I would definitely, definitely recommend getting yourself out to like the mid-Columbia Gorge to get some to get that last bit of sunshine. You know, like things are kind of the valley is already starting to close in. Like the cloud cover has descended onto the valley and we're in the blanket fort season now. Um, but over in the Mid-Columbia Gorge, over on the Deschutes or the John Day River, they still have sunshine over there. I highly recommend just like sucking every last little bit of sunny day that you can get um, for yourself before we go into winter. Because there's no, yeah, there's nothing else to do once we get to like January or whatever. Then you just have to like leave and go to California. But um, yeah, <laughs> for right now, it's two hours. We'll get you out of the blanket fort. Well, Norther, as always, thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure to speak with you about the things that you love most, really. <laughs> thank you so much. I love it. Thanks. Well, that's all for us today here on CityCast Portland. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend about it or leave us a rating or a review? I'm John Natariani here for Claudia Meza. 
We'll be back tomorrow morning with a lot more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.